liftoff and the clock has started. And welcome to That Pixel Life. This is episode 278, recording January 22nd, 2024. My name is Zach Anderson, and this week the boys are back. We had our little game of the year hiatus, but we are back bigger than ever. I I have nothing to back up that statement, but we're going with it. Um, (laughs) We're going to talk about some uh, developer directs. We're going to talk about uh, technically not copyright thieving video games that we've been playing and uh you know other things we're gonna we're gonna get into it uh to do this i have with me as always shannon it's about time more <laughs> uh, yeah i mean here we are setting up our recording time mm-hmm. we're, we're mm-hmm. trying to get everything dialed in mm-hmm. you know justin's like hey like you let's do six can we do six o'clock your time yep, i was yep, like you I'm know what you. okay uh-huh. let's do this let's do six o'clock sure and yep. uh you know i mean it looks like i mean by my watch right now we're starting recording at 6 30 i mean huh. there's, a, there's a 30 minute window huh that doesn't seem right no. i mean it's weird i don't know who's the blame i don't <sighs> i just know it's about damn time why am i in this banana suit <laughs> we're all looking <laughs> for the problem here um I guess that meme is a hot dog. See, I'm fucking up already, Shannon. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, uh, there's, the, there's the meme. There's the dude dressed up as the mana- banana, and then like a, a gorilla comes out of nowhere and just drop kicks his ass. You seen that one? <laughs> I have not, but now I want to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> speaking of drop kicking asses, Justin Ruby Tuesday Carter is here. It's your boy. All right. I have a question for you yes. guys. So, in hmm. your household, do you have. Like a specific glass that is just like your glass, like that is Zach's glass that he drinks out of, like every day. Like no uh, one not, else is supposed to drink out of that. Glass. Not glasses, but coffee mugs. Okay. I have specific coffee mugs that are mine. Yeah, is it Shannon. Uh, no, I do not. I am. Uh, you cannot shackle me with a cup. All right, a free range mug kind of guy. Mm-hmm, I see. Mm-hmm. All right. So I was just wondering because so at I personally at home. Like I have like, you know, one or two or whatever, but yes, at my parents' house, they have this Ruby Tuesday glass <laughs> that the Ruby Tuesday for you kids at home. It doesn't exist anymore. It was part of the, you know, there's like, it's basically TGI Friday, but on a Tuesday, um, <laughs> you know, did they, all, they all go out of business. I think uh, here they are. Ruby Tuesday does not exist in Arizona anymore. Well, they were never in California, really. But I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, not, not in not in any metropolitan yeah. area. Like, if you wanted to drive out to the cuts for like you know, like the meth capital of the world was, like, you can find. <laughs> I, a Ruby I've Tuesday. been to Modesto, yes. <laughs> um. uh, but uh, they, so my mom has this Ruby Tuesday glass that it's like a soda glass, like a. I guess like a float kind of glass, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like skinny at the bottom and then flares out at the top. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love it. It's my favorite glass. Every time when I go over to their house, that is the glass I use. Well, it turns out that is also my dad's favorite glass. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, 
And I realized that about a couple months ago when I go over there and I went to go get the Ruby Tuesday glass and he's using it. And I'm like, dude, that's my glass. And he's like, bitch, that's my glass. <laughs> and so now it's become a power struggle of like, as soon as I come over, I immediately put something in that glass so that he can't use it. <laughs> uh, and we had this whole discussion at the table about, I wanted the glass and I'm like, what do I need to do? to get this glass. And so I went on eBay trying to find another Ruby Tuesday glass. Uh And I could not, I could not find the exact glass, but I managed to find it's a little bit smaller, but it's the same shape, but it's a Coca-Cola glass and it has the Coca-Cola logo on it and the diet Coke logo on the other side. And it was like $8. And I paid like $18 in shipping and handling to have it mailed (laughs) to, to my parents' house. But in turn though, my dad, accepted this glass in exchange for the ruby two so now the ruby tuesday glass is now mine at their house um so it was all worth it it's a very uh raiders of the lost ark looking scene of justin with the two glasses in the <laughs> yeah. cupboard he's like, trying to switch the real yeah. like, <laughs> oh man that was awesome i also like the fact that you described ruby tuesdays as the second favorite day of the week next to fridays i was like yeah, oh, yeah. You, so got, you got your Ruby Tuesdays, you got your Wet Willy Wednesdays, you mm-hmm. got, you know, uh, Twin Peaks Thursday, and then TGI Friday. It's part of the week-themed restaurants. Yes, yes. Uh, Wet Willy's never caught on. It's a shame. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, ever since that incident with that child, you know, they had to close their doors. Yeah, really, uh, really COVID really did a number on <laughs> Wet Willy Wednesdays. <laughs> Uh, just so much gravy. It's just sad. Um, uh, <laughs> yes. So we are back. Uh, we we took a two week break f- with our game of the year episodes. Uh, listening back to them, I thought they were very fun. I enjoyed. I enjoyed them. I mean, I I always find it great when we do a recording and then we immediately piss off our Discord. But yeah, like, <laughs> I, was gonna, I was going to bring that right. up. Um. You know, D- Dan on the Discord uh, ca- called you all out basically for being <laughs> yeah. a bunch of punk bitches and not fighting me. Um, and he was like, "Is is this just Zach's podcast? Like, no one else wants to fight for their games?" And Justin was basically like, "Yeah, nah, I'm I'm not fighting." <laughs> And I, was I mean, like, that's, that's I what it came it was... down to. I mean, okay, look, I mean, like, the, I mean, you, you want to peek behind the kimono for a little bit, or you know, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta realize we've been sitting there for like four hours by that time, right? And like, fair. You know, that is, I fair. do, I do not want to fight at the four hour mark. I want to get up and let my, you know, just walk around for a little bit. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was just, I was ready to throw down though. But that's the thing is like I wasn't like there like there there were a lot of great games that came out this yeah. year and and in any given day like depending on my fickleness like that list is going to change. So like you know I'm not going to fight for a specific game like that's on there as long as it's on the list I don't care it's like an honorable mention like just I was I wasn't going to fight it because it worked out in my favor. <laughs> I was surprised that both Justin and Jordan were okay with Zelda not making the top five. Like I was waiting for the like Zelda needs to be five or four, at least conversation. And the, on- the only thing they innovated in Zelda though, was like that, that crafting system where you could make all those weird, crazy like inventions. 
And from what I hear, the quality of life and, and like adjustments that they made to like the climbing functionality and um, I think like the weapon combining, mm -hmm. I, I don't know if that's enough. You're, like, but you're not, I mean, me and you, two people that didn't play the game and don't really like Zelda <laughs> are like, yeah, you're right. Um, no, but also Dan, Dan on the Discord wasn't, <laughs> Discord Dan, uh, also wasn't wrong because yeah, it was like the most talked about game on the Discord, you know, and and it did get people. People enjoyed it. Yeah. It, Justin was like, it was the most hours he's put into a game all year. Was it? Uh, so technically, like, I think Fire Emblem was probably since I played through Fire Emblem three yeah. times. Fire well, Emblem Zelda was, was Zelda was your number two, right? Uh, so on my list, Zelda was actually my number one. Fire Emblem oh. was my number two. Right. Um, but fire and that that was my argument with Dan was like, look, if I had to pick and choose here, I was like, I mm. like if Fire Emblem was the one that was like, uh, that's not when that was Shannon's number one and my number two, then yeah, I would have fought tooth and nail to get fire. But I feel like Placing Fire Emblem number two was kind of like my, like, you know, I was fine with that. It was my number two. It was Shannon's number one. I was fine with it being number two. I knew, I knew going in, everybody played Spider-Man. I knew Robbie yeah. played it. You played it. Jordan played it. You all gushed over it and loved it. I knew, like, with a bullet that Spider-Man was going to probably end up being number one. Uh, and, yeah, whether it was Hi-Fi Rush or Zelda or, like, whatever in, like, fifth place like everyone knew like whatever game was in fifth place probably wouldn't deserve to be in fifth place um but you know most of what was on our list multiple of us played like at sure. least two or more people played that game so i was happy with because i know that jordan did play it i don't even know if jordan actually beat it though like i know i beat the game but um but I also knew, you know, trying to convince you and Shannon to put Zelda on the <laughs> list when you are two of the biggest haters of Breath of the Wild that I know was <laughs> going to be no small task. And I had no real bargaining chip uh, to convince to get on the list. So, I mean, I would have just had the argument that it was like, you know, a, sequ a sequel almost like a glorified remake and then i would have just had you put it in some other category <laughs> but that's the thing it's like it would have been like the hi-fi rush situation where it's like yeah well it, in your eyes it's not like beating final fantasy 16 it's not beating fire right. it's not right, beating right. so it's like automatically it's either gonna get fifth or fourth if it's lucky and it's not getting higher than that so it's just it wasn't worth it I, I would have listened to the fourth or fifth argument, though, just because it was very high up on yours and Jordan's. Yeah. And so that, you know, I, like I said, I'm having this conversation now in the moment. <laughs> I was I was very OK with you just letting it slide. But uh, yeah, I. I was pretty happy with how it all shook out, though. I still would rather have Hi-Fi Rush than Diablo 4. But hey, what are you going to do? And I got outvoted. I mean, it is what it is. And I mean, it could have been worse. I mean, like people on the discord, you could have gotten you five know, nights at Freddy's security breach. <laughs> you, you could have gotten the power wash simulator, like re-release on uh, the PlayStation and Xbox this year. So I, I, yeah. apolo I apologized on 
uh, Twitter for my Five Nights at Freddy's uh, bashing. <laughs> and then I quickly recanted. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, I said what I said. Um, <laughs> Double down. Yeah. Fake games on fake systems. Um, <laughs> five nights at like, come on, dude. I, never mind. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not attacking Jordan when he's not here. That's not right. Um, <laughs> uh, he's like yelling. He's like yelling at us right now through in his bar, <laughs> punching the concrete wall in the dungeon. He's like, fuck <laughs> that dungeon uh, people people really should have seen that murder dungeon he was in it was something else oh shit that uh, was so good go to bed go to sleep. <laughs> it's like kicking the dog crate screaming like quiet down uh, speaking of dark dreary things should we talk about the uh developer direct in cinema saga hellblade 2 getting a release date did we think okay, Shannon? Yes. What happens first? Hellblade 2 gets released May 21st, 2024. <laughs> okay. Or Skull and Bones comes out. Which is supposed <laughs> to happen in like three weeks, by the way. Dude, Skull, uh, as as funny as it would be, I think Skull and Bones is actually has to come out. Like they're gonna put they're gonna tie a lead sail to that thing and they're gonna drop it off the side of the boat. And they're gonna be like, it's out there. We got it done, guys. Good Dude, job. Moving on I, to the next thing. I want them to delay that game so bad. <laughs> like, so bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, you guys aren't going to believe this. Yeah, I just keep waiting for the, like, the you know, the Twitter post. Just the yeah, random, the like, little, like, <laughs> Jolly Roger on top. And it's like, hey, guys, Skull and Bones team here. No, so, uh, unfortunately, no, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, we're still sitting at the that. dock with this bad boy until <laughs> later this year. Very dry dock. Um, but yes, uh, so outside of those shenanigans, uh, yeah, they, they had the developer direct 2024, no surprise release like hi-fi rush last year during this year's, but we did get to see, uh, avowed from obsidian was shown. Um, they gave a release date for hellblade Two. uh, visions of mana coming to game pass which is interesting. Uh, Ara history untold, which yo, that looks like civilization. It was yep. funny. I was watching it when they were like, yeah, we're created like, or was it uh, oxide games? A lot of X developers from Firaxis. And as soon as they showed like 10 seconds of gameplay, I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah, sure is. Is it, <laughs> did you just rebrand Firaxis? Cause this just looks like civilization. Um, not the biggest civilization guy. It looked really pretty, though. It looks cool. Um, I will never play it, but it looks awesome. I'm, I'm happy for people who love those games. Uh, yeah, and then Indiana Jones and the Great Circle. Of what? It, this is yep, it. The Great <laughs> Circle of Killing Nazis by Mission <laughs> Games. Um, <laughs> yeah, so the... Uh, I mean, does you. it ever get old? No, I mean, like, Wolfenstein's been doing it for 40 years now. So yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Dude, I've played. I've killed so many Nazis because of Wolfenstein. I'm down to. I'm down to murder some more. Keep bringing it, Machine Games. Um, and uh, yeah, so pretty solid lineup. I have to admit, before they had this, uh, before they did their show, 
I was really of the opinion of like, I don't want to see one more goddamn thing about Hellblade 2. This was legitimately the first game shown when they announced the console over four years ago. And every year, twice a year, it's been like, here's another look at Hellblade 2. Here's another look at Hellblade 2. Oh, an update about Hellblade. Is like, Stop telling me about the labor. Show me the goddamn baby. Like, I'm, I'm sick. I, I don't want to see anything more about this game. And even though they did show a little more with the developers and how they're putting the game together, it ended with, by the way, first half of the year, May 21st, 2024, it's coming. And it was like, oh, okay. That's all I wanted. Just give me the date. Like, you know, and, 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 and so now I'm happy. I'm looking forward to it. Interesting that they said with all this time, with all this run, they're going back to being like the first game. It's a smaller, concentrated experience. It's very heavy story based, very heavy on the audio visual narrative side. And, you know, they're not doing the big blown out combat system and the huge 30 hour God of War Ragnarok thing. You know, like they're not doing that. They're making, it seems like a way better, more polished version of how the first game was. And as someone that loved that first game, I'm, I'm excited about that. I think that's a good thing. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, you're not, you're not dissuading me from, from buying the game, right? Yeah. Uh, like everything that you're, everything that you're describing makes me want to play the game more. Right. Like I'm more excited for that. Yes. Give me the, the smaller experience that's more detailed and more story oriented and story driven. Mm -hmm. Like I like that. I like the first game. Like the first game was great. The sound design was what drew, like was was what Amazing. drew everybody to that. Like that experience is phenomenal with headphones on or a five or five to one surround sound system. Play with the lights off. I will pee my pants. Um, <laughs> like it's just it. It's just what it is. Like I mean, it it got me to play a game that I usually don't feel comfortable playing with, um, and I enjoyed the experience. So I'm here for the second round. Uh, Justin, are you uh, are you excited about it? Yeah, and it's going to be on Game Pass as well, isn't it? Right, right. Yep, absolutely. And that's perfect because I think one is also on Game Pass. So mm -hmm. it's like, man, dude, May 1st, boot up one again, like go through that bad boy. And then by the time you're done with it, boom, two's going to be out. Go right, right into that bad boy. I, I fire up the first one from time to time with headphones just to play through that opening like 10 minutes when she's paddling down the river and the announcers talking like in both ears and you hear like everything are happening around you like in full surround sound that opening section is wild audio <laughs> just the audio side of it and it still blows me away playing it that no one's ever really copied it either like they they came out with it and everyone was just like holy shit this audio audio design is insane like have you played this you have to play it with headphones and then you know the moment passed and there was never the next game that was like, oh, they did the Hellblade thing with the, you know, the spatial surround and all that. And yeah, but I'm excited for more of it. Give me more. Um, but yeah, we can finally uh, have that game for once. Uh, but yeah, we talked about uh, the R.I. History Untold, which looks interesting. I don't think it's a game for us. Are you a Civ guy, Justin? No. Like yeah. it does, you're right though. It does look pretty, and for people who are like into those types of games, like I'm excited for them. Like I it mean, looks nice. 
I mean, I think we all know Civ people. Yeah. We're just not, we just aren't Civ people. <laughs> you know? I mean, I, I, I played the hell out of a uh, civilization two way back when in the, in the uh, bygone eras. And, uh, Oh, civilization revolution. When that came to com- like the 360, I thought that was really good. Uh, it was like a super simplified console based version of Civ that I thought was really smart and was actually surprised they never made another one of because I thought it did pretty well. But yeah, outside of those, I don't know. That, not for me. Um, now, Shannon. Yes. Does the uh, Visions of Mana little teaser here do anything for you? Um, I think in my older age, uh, mm-hmm. I am uh, more... I'm just going to sit back and wait and to see more. I'm excited. I like what I saw. I want to wait until it's more polished. Like, you mm-hmm. know, it's, it's more ready to come out. That's when you know what it is. And, uh, and then I can be rightfully excited for it. But right now, eh. it's the first, eh. I think, I believe it's the first time the mana series has been on Xbox. It's true. So that's, that's exciting. It's supposed to come out this summer. You know, so we'll see. I mean, that's um, a good that's a good time for it, because usually there's not a lot of games dropping in the summer because everybody's mm-hmm. going on vacations and, you know, all that stuff. So it would be a good time for that game to come out. Right. Uh, that do anything for you, Justin? The, the I, man I am, series. Man. I am excited that we are getting a new one and that it's going to be on Game Pass because I have never really been a big Final Fantasy person, but I do love the of mana games like secret of mana i have sword of mana on game boy advance i have children of mana on the ds um i love both of those games i like it kind of looks reminds me a lot of uh like the way combat and stuff looks in this kind of reminds me of like nino kuni seems kind of like they're taking Hmm. like that approach of more kind of like I say open world, but like, you know, pseudo kind of open world where you're kind of just running around in environments and stuff and engaging in battle and stuff. But it looks, I think it looks really pretty. It's very colorful. Mm -hmm. Um, It's bright. Definitely bright. Yeah. Yeah. I'm digging like the color palette and stuff that they have going on. And like the combat looks kind of like right up my alley for that kind of Nino Kuni kind of just run slash like very kingdom hearts, you know, kind of style beat them up. All right. Don't you dare simplify Kingdom Hearts like that. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Kingdom Hearts is far more. There's hour long <laughs> essays, Shannon, with the complexity of Kingdom Hearts. And, no, that, you know, you know that, games are usually good. So, oh, well, I mean, you're, you're not wrong. I mean, OK, you, you, you give me that look. No one hates Kingdom Hearts more than you, Shannon. Like, <laughs> Dude, do yeah, you not it, it, remember <laughs> how excited for Kingdom Hearts 3 Shannon was on the podcast? So and then excited. when that game came so out, excited. he did not want to talk about it. He brought it up once and then never talked about that game again. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yep. Mm. <laughs> it, it, it is, it's a golden rule in gaming that no one hates Kingdom Hearts more than Kingdom Hearts fans. (laughs) Absolutely, no one. Uh, And then Obsidian showed off Avowed, which it's their next big release. And, um, 
you know, if Outer Outer Worlds was kind of like a uh, an avowed Starfield, this kind of looks like an avowed or or an, or an Obsidian uh, Starfield. This kind of looks like an Obsidian Elder Scrolls type yeah. game. That's yeah, I was gonna it. I was gonna say, here's your new Skyrim. Like, enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. It looks like Oblivion meets uh, Outer Wilds, um, or Outer Worlds. Uh, it it's one of those things so many people like i feel like almost like every other e3 or whatever there's always a trailer for something that mm-hmm. looks very skyrim it's <laughs> like you see the hands or like the casting magic they're doing like crazy shit in first person and they're like oh dude this is gonna be a total like skyrim killer like whatever and then that game either never comes out <laughs> or when it does come out everyone's forgotten about it like it gets maybe like a 6.5 out of 10 and like no one talks about it it just disappears in the background i don't know Uh, it just based off of what i saw there's a lot of jank in there like i'm surprised that they put like some of the like when they're when the the person's using like two wands to like like kill a lizard person and there's the mm -hmm. other lizard person in the background and like they totally like take out the first one and the other one's just like well i guess i'll just sit here and take this next blizzard to the face you know like it it didn't do anything like it just kind of stood there and just kind of paused and kind of had this like weird animation so i was just like okay um still got some work to do guys i hope that game's not coming out anytime soon well i think we've hit a tipping point maybe with some of these like with the obsidians and the bethesdas of the world because starfield gets released right and everyone's like what do you well, well i don't get it it just plays like a Bethesda RPG. It, yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's a Bethesda RPG. And they, <laughs> they made another one, right? And 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 this is kind of the same thing. Like what you're describing, Shannon, mm-hmm. is is an obsidian RPG. Like this is <laughs> this is what they make, you know? And it's like and, and but I feel like everyone has hit a tipping point of like that's no longer okay. You know, like the Bethesda thing, the term Bethesda jank exists. Like people <laughs> use it like, oh, that's the old Bethesda jank because it because it was weirdly endearing. Right. Like you'd come across some weird ass bug in Skyrim and it was funny. And it sometimes it was like it would screw you over, but not really. And it was kind of cool. And it's like, ah, that Bethesda jank kicked in, you know, and. <laughs> And I think now in the year of our Lord, 2024, it's like, oh, but it's the Bethesda Jake. And it's like, yeah, dog, I'm 40 years old. Nah, (laughs) anymore. Like, I don't I I, I got two kids and a mortgage. Like, I don't have time for your jank, homie. Like my my child shall not know the words Bethesda Jake. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think it's very similar to, you know, your buddy when you were 22, that was like, just the hottest of messes and falling drunk every time you saw him. And he was awesome. Great guy. You had so many fun times together. And then, you know, 15 years later you run into him and he's still falling down drunk mess. And you are like, you are not fun anymore. (laughs) We are not in the same places in our lives, but you are. Uh, So I'm going to, I'm going to go. I think it's, I think it's kind of similar. I mean, Shannon, do you think I'm wrong? No, I mean, that's what I was going to say. I was like, how can we just not make this an acceptable thing anymore? Like, I mean, just don't. 
Like just have a have a finished game. I mean that to dovetail kind of off of what we're talking about right now. I mean, like, there was an article in the news that came out this week that basically said like Bethesda's under fire because the mods are fixing Starfield faster than the developer can fix Starfield. That's, so they're like, that's hey, like that for every single one of their games. I know, but now it's like it's being they're kind of being held accountable, right? They're mm-hmm. like, dude, why is why is this the case? And that's I think the question that people need to start asking is like, dude, like. Why are you putting this game out the way that it is? Why and and why are you having your player base fix your game? Like right. you should be fixing it, right? Uh, and you know, and and you know, their response was, "Oh well, there's you know, there's a lot more red tape for us to to do it than a mod. Like a modder can just go in there and fix it and publish it, and it's done. Like, but we have to go through like the SRB, and we have to go through Xbox or Which is true. Microsoft, or, Which is true. you know, and." You know, and and so it takes a lot longer time. But I mean, like, there's a four month window, right, from when the mod, like, I, I forget what they were talking about specifically in the article, mm-hmm. but from the time they discovered this issue, like the modders fixed it, and then it took a full four months for Starfield to actually release a patch to fix the same issue. So, yeah. you know, uh, it, that's not acceptable anymore. Like, we're, I mean, like, we're four years into this new console. Like, fix your shit. That, you know agreed. your shit's fucked fix it agreed <laughs> this, but you, what you're saying is is essentially was my fix sorry by for the rant by the way during the game of the year but my <laughs> my fix for redfall i'm like all they should have done was slap beta on it throw it out to the public let the public fix it and then roll out 1.0 sometime this year with all the fixes that the public did and some other stuff you made and been like hey look it's finished yay look at our great game <laughs> yeah put some special thanks in the credits for like yeah. your uh the people who fixed it for you yeah. like the community members that actually did like some heavy lifting you know and <laughs> and guess what you get one thousand vampire bucks to spend at the red <laughs> yeah. fall store and like v bucks <laughs> <laughs> rf um. dollars um but yeah, so the lastly, they showed off uh, Machine Games, Indiana Jones, and the Great Circle. Uh, and guys, that looks rad as hell. Like, I've, I've been skeptical. I mean, Dial of Destiny did not set the world on fire. But, you know, 2024 looks like a very different place than when they announced this game, as far as what people think about Indiana Jones and public mind share and all that stuff, because... Dial of Destiny made it look like, oh, wait, no one really cares about Indiana Jones anymore, guys. Ooh, <laughs> this could be bad. Uh, but no, this game looks looks awesome. It, it Machine games, they make they make great stuff. And this looks no different. Awesome first person. They haven't. I will say this. And Shannon, you recently played uh, Wolfenstein to New Colossus, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. They still have a little too much of the uncanny valley in the cinematics uh-huh. where it's like, ooh, that mouth movement looks <laughs> not great. Um, but I can look past that when we're seeing the first person action look the way it does. Uh, the whip mechanic being a weapon, a traversal uh, tool, I think looks super interesting. I want to try it. I want to do it. I like how it pulls you into third person when you're doing the platforming and like puzzle solving stuff, because yeah, what's the point of having Indiana Jones if you never get to see Indiana Jones, right? You could mm-hmm. just be 
BJ Blackskowitz with a whip for all I know. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I'm 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 in. I I'll be honest, it's machine games. I was in before I even saw anything. I was going to try it at least, but now it looks like I'm something I would very much enjoy playing. So, uh, your thoughts, gentlemen? Justin, why don't you go first? I mean, I'm not. I'll, I'll be forefront. I'm not the biggest Indiana Jones fan. Like, I don't hate. Indiana yeah, you're Jones you're, un, you're under forty. So yeah, that, you're right. You're right. I am. I mean, I've watched the movies. I still to this day have never seen Crystal Skull. Um, and I don't really have any one. Well, that's because or... that's a that's a fake movie that doesn't exist. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh... <laughs> it was made. That was made up on Reddit, kind of like Slenderman, and it just took on a life of its own. You don't need to worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> All right. But it does look like looking at like the screenshots and like the trailer and stuff they play. It does look, um, you know, really good. It looks fun. It looks like the world of Indiana Jones. Um. So I'm excited to, you know, see what comes of it and stuff. Like you said, the whip mechanics and stuff look really cool. I know there was some other game recently. I can't remember what it was called. It was like Pharaoh's Temple, whatever, that used like the whips and stuff in first person to kind of like go through. Oh, what was that? Like it was like I say it's on, Temple or something. Yeah, like that. it's like Temple. Like I was gonna say Temple Run, but yeah, that's, yeah. That's but, yeah. But it was like it was like a roguelike type thing, right? Yeah, where it's like the dun- it has like daily dungeons that you like go through and compete yeah. with your friends. And I want to say it's on oh, Game Pass now, what, but I can't remember called? what it. I can't remember what it's called. But you know, with, watch it with, be watch it be like the second biggest game in the world behind Fortnite. And you're all just like, <laughs> I have no idea. Like, but whips are in right now, and yeah. you know, I'm hoping that you know it does good. What do you think, Shannon? Mm, are you, you know an what? Indiana Jones guy? I I have I like I have a fondness for the original like um, movies, um, and I think what sells those movies is the dry humor. Like the like the the delivery of the lines, like and a lot of the lore behind it too. Like you know, like Harrison Ford being sick uh, mm-hmm. in in a lot of the situations. So instead of doing like the the actual battle, he just pulls out a gun and shoots people. Like the story behind it is like what basically makes I think those movies endearing. Um, but I think they did a really good job in the trailer of showing that there is still comedy there. Like you know, I mean, right off the bat, like you know that Nazi drops that like artifact and like you know mm-hmm. indiana jones is like do you know how hard it was to get that like you know like you know what's going on here like in yeah. you know it, the the delivery is there like that is present um and i think as long as they continue that to keep the the um without overdoing it right like you because you can make that pretty stale pretty fast especially if you're, you know your character's talking while you're walking around and you're saying these like repetitive lines over and over again I can get pretty boring. Like I hated BJ Blazkowicz in, in the new Colossus. Cause every time he talked, it was a whispery low growl. That was like mm-hmm. some like bullshit, like exposition about something he was going through at the time. I get it. Like, let's not make him like a super mopey guy. Like the whole time. Like it, that's, I don't, you know, I'm a mopey person in real life. I don't need to <laughs> to be that way too. Um, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm down for it. Like it's, it seems like this will be a very good Indiana Jones game. And I hope that it sticks the landing. Yeah. Real, real quick, Zach, the game is called Phantom Abyss. Oh, there it is. Okay. And yeah. It is a devolver digital Ooh. game. 
that is on Game Pass. Well, that's why we like it, because it's Devolver. In Devolver, we trust. <laughs> if, if there's anything consistent on this goddamn show, it's that me and Justin and Devolver, like, we... <laughs> We are a, a, a holy trinity going there. Um, but yeah, so that was pretty much the whole direct. And and I think I think very solid. Five five good games. Nothing, nothing. I mean, things that wouldn't be for me, but nothing as they were showing it where I'm going like, ooh, I wouldn't have done that. that you know, but nothing. does it but does it? Is it because most of the games are on Game Pass that you're like you're that you're kind of a little bit you feel that you're a little bit lighter on your judgment because you're like oh what no skin off my back right like I'm paying my monthly fee anyway so no it was more because I came away from with two games that I know I would play regardless of Game Pass or not I I'm I really want to play uh, Hellblade two and I really want to play Indiana Jones and they okay. and they said both are this year mm-hmm. and so it's like okay I'm in. And now, you know, whatever their not E3 presentation will be, will be a more, you know, bigger blowout of Indiana Jones because it's obvious that's their big holiday game, right? So the the run-up to that is going to be fun to watch. Um, but yeah, if, you know, I'll be honest, if it was, I'm just trying to think of stuff like, a Forza expansion and Elder Scrolls online because they didn't have anything else. And, you know, like they're rolling all that stuff. I'd be like, eh, I don't care if it's on game pass y'all. Like I'm never touching that shit. Um, <laughs> a crackdown Two remake coming in. 2024. <laughs> yeah. Terry Crews comes out on stage. He's like, yeah, buddy. <laughs> now, if it's crackdown one, maybe like that original crackdown was awesome. Uh, but like, I don't care about the mana games, but I know you guys do. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. I, 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 I'm taking it as a very good presentation, just simply because there's multiple things I really want to play to come out of it. Good. So, um, well, Justin, why don't you take the reins and walk us through a little thing called Games Done Quick? Yeah, you know, this past week. Awesome games done quick. Twenty twenty four happened, and they uh, they ended it ended on Saturday, and they ended up raising two point five million dollars for uh, the cancer research. Um, there was a lot. I mainly just want to talk because there was a lot of really cool runs um, this year, like a lot of weird fun runs. Like they actually had for the first time ever a dog. Uh, compete and the dog ran a game um, using a homemade controller. It played uh, what's it called? Gyromite or whatever, which is one of the games that comes with Rob the robot where you like push and like up and down levers and stuff. And his name was peanut butter and he was a Shiba and he had a special controller and he put his paw on like the red or the blue button, whatever to like actually play the game. It was pretty great. Um, and then they did Super Mario 64, but for the controller, it was a drum set. And the dude was like playing drums and it was tied to the different buttons on an N64 controller. And like to swing bows around, he's like, like on the drums, like Mario's doing. And dude, this dude played better on a set of drums than if I had the world's best, like brand new out of the box N64 controller. Like <laughs> it was insane. Um, 
and then of course i always love watching like the sunshine runs and they had thousand year door was there this year which i'm a huge fan of uh liza p was there and the dude beat it in 55 fucking minutes which is Get insane the hell out dude. yeah dude they <laughs> but they skipped the majority of the game but how they skip it is like by attaching like this one weapon head to this one weapon handle and like precision like hitting certain spots they're able to do what's called pogoing which just sends like uh your character like rocketing like the upwards and stuff so they can like jump and like get over walls and out of bounds and stuff to like skip entire chapters but then they have to like exit the game and go back in to like reload the level and do like a bunch of crazy stuff but even then though it's still impressive because for like the last three bosses they are like insanely underleveled. And the one boss that took me like 40 tries to beat, they beat on the first try with a weapon that was like half as strong as mine with <laughs> literally like if they get hit twice, like they're dead. Like because their health, they did not upgrade health at all. <laughs> it's just like, dude, that is bananas. Like how, and it's just crazy because when that game came out, I was watching one of the dudes who was on the couch. Uh, I was watching him speed run it. And when that game initially came out, he was like doing like two and a half hours and then they got it down to like an hour 45 and that. So to see it go from like being a two hour and 20 minute speed run to under an hour now. And the guy said 55 minutes, uh, like his best time, I want to say like world record is like 48 minutes or something. And it's because like some of the tricks he fucked up. So it's like hitting all those perfectly to save like those extra five minutes. is just insane. Um, That's insane. Uh, is was there a game that i mean i know lives of p is like a long long game but was there another like i don't know long game that they like massively cut down into uh in, in into the into a speed run uh dude i'm trying to think because like i was surprised like this year they so sometimes they have runs that are like super long like the one year they did final fantasy 9 mm-hmm. and oh. that that is like a, I want to say like nine or 10 hour run uh, that the person's playing. And they like start, it starts at like 10 at night and goes until like eight in the morning or whatever. So it's like, that's like a big one where it's like, you can't really like fuck that up. Like that's a huge commitment, man, to do like a like nine hour <laughs> like run like that. Um, but there was like some other like really cool like of course they always have like the other like dark souls stuff they had bloodstained ritual the night which is uh like the you know spiritual successor to symphony of the night and was made by the father of castlevania and stuff i'm a huge fan of it and they like tore through that game with one of the uh, dlc characters um he just like does all these like crazy sword combos and like the movement and stuff they're just blasting through screens like bodying everything inside which is pretty dope um but yeah all in all it was a like really good really good time also mario kart like i love watching the mario kart runs like there was <laughs> there's one like they did mario kart wii and mm-hmm. on like grumble volcano you like fall off the level at like three certain points and then get there and then like run and like turbo boost outside the bounds of the level and there's this like one little like rock that they just drive around and it counts it <laughs> as like laps. So they're just like sitting there like, oh, they're in 12th and then now they're in first. And then like they just go and then they go back in and then like finish the race. And it's like all of it takes place in like 45 seconds. It's insane. I do always think it's funny how 
the the whole premise of this is where are the exploits we can show how broken this is? <laughs> no, and that's like what a, a lot of people want to see, especially for like the Pokemon runs and stuff too that they do. There was a they did Pokemon Diamond, and they raised as like an extra incentive, like a glitch exhibition afterwards mm-hmm. and stuff. Where it's like, yeah, cool, we played the game, and they're like, you guys paid all this extra money. Like now, I'm going to show you like all the like ways to just like completely break like the game. And stuff like where it's like, oh, we took this person with us outside of this area that they weren't supposed to leave. So now they're just with us the entire game. And it's like we're going into this gym battle that's now trying to trigger a double battle when it should only be triggering one. Oh, and the game doesn't the game doesn't know what to do because it's like trying to force out two Pokemon, but the other opponent only has one. So it like fills the spot with like a missing go like type Pokemon that just like will corrupt your game like if it's there too long and they're like yeah i don't recommend trying to catch that because it will uh fuck your game up because it's not supposed to exist but that is pretty i I do find that stuff fascinating it's nothing i would ever want to play but i think it's super neat yeah that like they they figured that stuff out because i don't have the patience for that so i'm 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 happy other people do um but speaking of Pokemon, Justin, let me tell you about a little game called Pal World. Uh, your boys have been playing. Uh, yeah, I, I'm excited to hear. It. I did not get a chance to play. I wanted to try and play some today before we recorded. That ended up not happening. But I'm thoroughly excited. I know you've been playing it. Mm-hmm. Shannon's been playing it. I know Shannon has a lot of opinions on mm-hmm. the game so i'm excited mm-hmm. to hear what you guys uh i have it installed on the xbox ready to play i will play it this week so for the next podcast i can also talk about it it but sounds like know. it sounds like shannon's further along than me but it, so this game draw came out what friday last friday uh, yeah so it came out it came out on early release yeah uh, uh last friday yes yeah we should say that it's it is an early access build um that they're releasing and I'm playing it through Game Pass, so I'm playing it on the Xbox. And uh, I did not know what this game was other than I read people saying like, oh, this is like straight up a Pokemon clone, right? That's all like, it's the only thing I saw was like, oh, it looks like Pokemon. It, it's Pokemon. And I, so in my mind, I thought it was like a, what was that game? It was like Hohokam Life. Or so oh, remember like, that looked exactly like Animal Crossing and they made them yeah. like graphically. Well then there's like Tim Tim or whatever, which was yeah. like the Pokemon one and So that in my mind that's what I was thinking. So I fire it up and it's like here, create your character, and I'm like, This is a weirdly adult looking character for a Pokemon game, but okay, like let's go. And uh did not realize it's a survival game. <laughs> and, <laughs> And it is, uh, you're, you get out in the world and it's like, Hey, build a workbench, go, uh, hit some trees until you can make something to chop trees with. And then once you've chopped enough trees and picked up enough rocks, you can make a house and then you make pal containers that are totally not pokeballs by the way <laughs> yeah. um and then you can go start catching things and you build a base and you make a fire and you have to eat food i was not prepared for any of this by the <laughs> way like it took me a good hour to figure out like 
oh, oh, I actually really need to pay attention to all of this. Uh, now, the Pokemon part of it is 100% accurate. I, I, I put it on the Discord. Uh, I'm telling you guys now. I don't know how this product got this far without them getting sued. Because <laughs> these look like reject Pokemon. Like, <laughs> like Game Freak, you know, beta pile of of Pokemon that they have waiting in the wings. I mean, there's some there's there's a, a total not Wooloo sheep Pokemon. <laughs> there's this like cat looking one. One of the first big ones I saw was this like leaf elephant. Mm-hmm. thing mammoth looking thing made out of leaves uh they look awesome it looks rad like it it honestly it looks super cool and i find the whole thing very interesting it's weirdly addictive because guys i've discovered something about myself in the last well really since since the lockdown times <laughs> i think i like survival games hmm Cause it was one of those things I never really tried them until I had time during that period to just try playing some survival games. I think they're all right. Like the Subnautica's of the world won me over in, in weird ways. But so I kind of dig the survival game nature of it. Um, the base building part of it. Cause you know, have you, I, I built out a, uh, a berry plantation and I have mm-hmm. a ranch thing mm-hmm. for my chickens and sheep now uh i haven't found a a pal that i can run the ranch that runs the ranch for me yet mm-hmm. oh that's the other thing justin that i skipped over so you bring your pals back to your base right mm-hmm. and there's the pal box that is <laughs> kind of like the pal computer in your base okay. um and you can put the pals to work. And every time you catch one, it'll t- say, oh, this pal has these traits or it's it's good at doing this. It's bad at doing that. And so I have two sheep in my base that build everything. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I set it down, they run over with their hammers and they start building stuff. And it's kind of hilarious and fun. Um, and so... Yeah, I'm looking for I'm looking to catch a pal now that has a trait that lets it manage my ranch for me, which is a ridiculous <laughs> statement to say out loud. <laughs> and uh, and so, yeah, like, I think that's pretty neat, too, is it's not just you're not just carrying around six of them and battling. It's like, no, I'm catching them to put them to work, <laughs> and, and, which also now that I say it out loud, isn't better. Um, <laughs> but. Like it, it, it allows you to expand your base beyond yourself because now they're, they're doing things while you're gone. Mm-hmm. Right. You basically can automate p- sections of your base building through the pals. So it's a cool mechanic in that regard. Um, I, I experienced getting raided by a herd of hungry pals. Mm-hmm. That was interesting. <laughs> as I did not expect to have to set up defenses and fight them but here i am murdering chickens (laughs) with an axe because they're trying to steal my berries uh and uh oh yeah that's the other more adult side of it justin is so you need food right (laughs) (laughs) you need food you got you got to eat you know 
<laughs> boy gets hungry. And uh, uh, I'm, I'm sitting there yeah. subsisting on berries, eating berries, eating berries. <laughs> I go to catch one of these chicken things and, and I go a little too hard and kill it. <laughs> and when it dies, and then I'm like, oh, it fainted, but it's still there. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, can I catch it? And I'm like, no, it won't let me catch it. And I'm like, ah, crap. And then, so I bring up my inventory to make sure I hadn't thrown the PAL container. So I still had it. <laughs> and then I notice I have chicken meat in my inventory. And I'm like, oh God, you could just murder these pals and like get stuff. And yeah, that's how you get wool. That's how you get meat. That's how you get eggs. Like you just got to butcher some not Pokemon and, and take their stuff, man. It's yeah. Uh, it, uh, it, uh, like Shannon, every, Shannon, your thoughts. Sorry. I've been talking. It, no, it's fine. Everything you're saying is like right on. Like, I mean, it is a, a perfect representation. Uh, you, are worried about them getting sued by Pokemon or by, uh, you know, the people who made Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I'm worried about how they're not going to get sued by PETA because like th- there is so much animal cruelty going oh, on in yeah. this game. It's not even funny. You can wedge one of your, like you can build a rocket launcher. When you run out of ammo for your rocket launcher, you can shove a pal in there and you can fire that at a, <laughs> <laughs> you can fire it at another pal and like you're, it's dead. It's going to be dead when you fire it but like the whatever it hits will be dead too like i mean like it or it does substantial damage um so the brutality is there like i mean like right out the gate you build a club and then like you walk up to this sheep who's chilling walks up like you are right next to a little question mark pops up over its head like oh what are you gonna do and then you just proceed to beat the ever-living hell out of this thing Mm -hmm. and you're just like i guess i guess this is it now now also when you get one of these like sheep things, right? Cause like the challenge in the beginning is to get five of them, right? Like, you know, you can have one that's in your inventory as well. You know, if you catch too many at back at the base, they all have abilities, right? But they're cooldowns. Like when they're out, they're like helping you, they'll attack. They're kind of stupid. So like their attacks really are kind of delayed and, and short, but every once in a while they'll haul off and do like a, a special attack or whatever. The sheep, Basically, its special ability is it allows you to pick it up and use it as a shield. So, like, I mean, if you want that thing to just get ransacked by whatever is attacking you, like, oh, yeah, you just fluffy basically shield, dude. Yeah, fluffy shield. meat shield. Yeah, you just pick it up and like just basically let it get beat up by like whatever's in front of you. And then, like, when it gets tired, you're like, well, okay, I guess I can drop this guy down. And then you just like proceed to beat up whatever's in front of you, right? So, it is. I mean, yeah, it's. On the surface level, yeah, it's like a Pokemon clone, but like the layers underneath are so uh, like adult oriented. Like, I mean, there it's it's just one of it's like it is a survival game that has like these cute fuzzy creatures that like I mean, yeah, you you murder (laughs) or it's it's a Pokemon clone just because that's what they look like. Yeah, um, it is because they, they the pals have such a Pokemon aesthetic to them. That's really yeah. why it's a Pokemon clone. Yeah, they do. Um, and I, you know, I and that's a, the other thing, too, is uh, some of the classes like worker slave, <laughs> like working yeah. class. You're just like, man, like this is a real tone. Like there's some polish that needs to be done here. I think like once it's done, they'll be there. They there will be a a good game here. Um, but yeah, there is a, I was a little concerned uh, before I played the game because I pre-ordered it. Right. So like, I was just like, whatever it's good. It'll show up in my steam library mm-hmm. when it's ready. Um, 
and I was reading some articles on it in the morning and there were a lot of people that were like really kind of upset about like the type, I guess they, they felt misrepresented by the type of game it was. Um, you know, they were expecting more of a Pokemon clone and what they got was more of a survival game. Yeah. Um, and you know, a lot of people were upset about that. A lot of people were upset about the, uh, the, the animal abuse, um, you know, even though they're fictional animals. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how this game develops as it gets closer to like it's 1.0 like actual release. But 5 million downloads in three days. I mean, that's where it's at right now. Uh, look, we both played it. It's all three of us <laughs> downloaded it because we just had to see. We yeah. just had to see. I mean, Twitch had one point. I think I think they said one point two million people playing like streaming, like trying. I, mm. I don't know if it was streaming or playing like. But I mean, like, that's insane. Like I, nobody has those numbers. I should also say that when you're playing this game, like when you're not doing like the Pokemon like portion of it, it feels a lot like Fortnite, like a lot of the base building right. aspects yeah, and a lot does. of the, the way it all like, snaps together. Yeah, like yeah. there's a lot of games here that like this this is borrowing off of. So like you know either there's a class action lawsuit in the works <laughs> from Epic <laughs> and from Pokemon, or you know they're just yeah like you were saying on uh, on Twitter today like with the the uh, what's it the Matrix GIF yeah <laughs> like there's dodging bullets <laughs> left and right finding loopholes left and right. Um, but yeah, I think Justin, I think this is a game that you would really enjoy. Um, I think you like once it gets its claws in you, you're this is a hundred hour game for you. So it 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 is a game that I'm very excited to see where it goes, because as much as we're giving it crap for stealing all these pieces and aping all these styles, it's fun. I'm playing it. I'm going to play it more of it. It's not like I did the two, three hours. Okay. I know what this is now and I'm going to walk away from it. Like, no, I kind of want to see what else is in there. Like I, I do. It's, you know, I mean, at some point these sheep can mount Gatling guns and I really want to see how I get there. Uh, like it just seems so buck wild in so many ways. And I kind of just love that. They did it, that they, that, it's it's a team that you can tell had a very interesting slash funny idea and said, you know what? We're 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 fucking doing this. Let's go. And they are. And it's it's fun. It is fun. And yeah, Justin, I 100 percent agree with Shannon. It, this is going to be your new Pikmin Beach level. We're going to be hearing about <laughs> shit for like two months. Like, okay. I, you're going to be naming your pals. We're going to hear about like the adventures of Chonky Boy, the sheep, and like, you know, I can't yeah. wait. Yeah, I I am excited. You guys talking about it definitely makes me more excited to play it. Uh, I did also see on Twitter. I guess. I don't think it's out yet, but someone was showcasing a Pokemon mod that they did already <laughs> do for the game where the main character looks like Ash and it showed oh, Pikachus funny. with pickaxes, like mining like <laughs> nice. in the fields and stuff. And then Misty showed up and had like a mini gun and was like blasting shit. That's awesome. It was pretty funny. And I'm like, that's what's going to get them fucking sued. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> like, now, like, Pokemon, like, my dad's going to get you the cease and desist from Well, you know, like, that'll just get that person that made the mod sued. Yeah. You know, that isn't supported. Gasp. 
Shock. No. That is not supported by me, the developer. Yeah. But once it's on the Pirate Bay, it's on there forever, though. Hey. Right next yeah. to uh, the Korean subtitled uh, versions <laughs> of Suicide Squad that Justin owns. But I will I will tell you, um, you know, I you know, it, I I'm doing the same thing in this game that I'm doing in like Diablo, right? Is like I'm not really moving the game forward. I'm just enjoying where I'm at right now. And I'm wondering if there's enough there to keep me entertained for a while or if mm-hmm. like I need more story. Uh, so, and because I still haven't really uncovered much, like there's that one person, like right as you walk into the opening area, who's sitting down by the campfire, who's yeah. just like, you better watch out. Like these pals, they're, they're going to try to take you out. And like, you got to build, build yourself a workbench and get yourself some weapons. Cause, uh, you got to defend yourself. Uh, and then after that, like, I haven't really ran into anybody, but there's like rumors of like, you know, people, have you continued right that conversation with that person? No, I have not. I kept, I kept going back and talking. And at one point they're like, oh, so you want to know more about me, huh? Yeah. And it like sits down and turns <laughs> away from me. And I'm like, wait. Okay. That's really funny. That's really good. Like, I didn't know if that was a bug, but if it was intentional, it was great. Like, <laughs> um, I did have a shopkeeper stop by my base. Mm-hmm. Like a, mm-hmm. or a merchant stop uh-huh. my base at one point but isn't that it. the most annoying thing like, like I, when you start like right out the gate you have no money you don't right. know what you're doing and then the shop sh- or the shop guy shows up and he's like yeah 450 coins you can have this thing right here and i was like <laughs> i don't even know how to get coins at this point you're like bro will you take three rocks because that's what i have <laughs> i literally have three <laughs> rocks um the other thing like in in we did say it's early release because there's some other things i came across like in my building, my base, the slanted wooden roof would uh-huh. not attach. No, it just wouldn't attach. It just or like, yeah, or it does, or it doesn't configure itself to just slant like in a nice little point on top of yeah. your house. Like it, it, they overlap, and then they basically like say you can't build a house there. It like breaks. Yeah, yeah. And so that's it's things like that that I've noticed. Um, but yeah, I have also hit the point where I'm like, do I want to rip down my entire base and build it somewhere else? (laughs) I've already done that once. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think I might just start a second base somewhere else. That's what I'm wondering is like it, it like, is there going to be like a, a, an event where eventually you get a high enough level to where you can start putting teleport stones, your own teleport stone. So like you can make multiple bases. Like well, that would be something that would be pretty cool. Good thing to offer to the developer. Just mm. food for thought. Something <laughs> I would enjoy. Um, apparently, it's supposed to be multiplayer too. Yeah, so you could set up. Uh, you could set up a your world to be like an open world or a closed world. First mm-hmm. of all, um, and so you know when that happens, uh, you know I'm I'm worried about like other people that have more time to play this just right. coming in and just ransacking my place. Um, but like, I, th- I don't see why we couldn't have like a TPL, like exclusive. Yeah, that's kind of what like, I was thinking. Like world. Is, is there a way we can set up like a TPL pal world and like we could all have bases there and people could come hang out. I mean, I would be down to try <clears throat> to try that out and see if it's possible. So that way, while Shannon's at work, I can log in real quick and just, like, <laughs> fucking club all his sheep to death. Comes back, just left the corpses like they are. I mean, that's a th- that's kind of what I'm wondering is how long do those corpses stay there? Because like, I mean, like you just basically just push them around like they're litter for <laughs> just getting them out of the way. 
So dude, his, his sheep are going to be coming hard at you, dude. <laughs> I have traps you haven't even seen yet. Yeah, I do think that's awesome. You get like snare traps and all this stuff, you mm-hmm. know. <laughs> yeah, get a get a chicken up in that net, and then it's like a pinata, just like back, back. <laughs> it's gonna be be real real um but no i i would totally be down for that i Mm -hmm. think we should do that yeah i think uh i think you can do it i think you just have to put up like a password and then people can log into it okay cool we should totally do that um and then oh justin yes download that prince of persia demo that, that that's it, your jam is right it on there. steam is that I, th- I believe it's on everything okay even like switch i think all right um, <laughs> don't do it on the switch yeah maybe not. but <laughs> but yeah uh you know how our boy here loves uh the games that take after the metroids and the castlevanias mm-hmm. uh Dude, this Prince of Persia, I, just a demo, just a demo, but it's like one of the best ones of those I've played in years, like years. It's it's really good. It's really good. <laughs> I mean, the, the traversal is the, graphically, it looks really nice, uh, but the traversal feels great. It, it reminds me a lot of Ori, like in how you move around and... And apparently the power sets you get as you go further down the road, like really build upon themselves and, and allow you to do some wild platforming type stuff. Um, and the feature everyone is talking about where I could see that it becomes insanely helpful is they added, I'm blinking on what they call it, but essentially it lets you take a screen cap of the area you're in and pin it to the map. So you can go back there and you can look Jake, you can just look at the screen of what's there. Not just the random little map squiggly line, but you can see like the actual screen and be like, Oh, okay. That's the power I would need to get to there. So when you get the power way the hell away from there, you don't have to track all the way back there to figure out if you can use it or not. And I don't know why that took so long to solve. Like, why was that such a hard problem? Like, don't make me remember what the little red marker is that I'm putting on this map and what power that translates to. Like, just let me take a picture of it. Be like, oh, I need a double jump to do that. Oh, yeah. Okay, never mind. I do remember them showing that off, and I was like, that's fucking genius. Because yeah. half the time you're like, oh, let me mark that down or whatever. But it's like half the time it's like, dude, by the time you like actually need it, you're like, dude, what was this? Right. <laughs> and you have to like run all the way over there, figure out. You're like, dude, what was this again? And then that's so handy. You're like, oh. I now know that weird looking door. I can fucking do that now. Like, yeah. so let me go back there. Like you don't have to sit there, spend 15 minutes going all the way back to realize you shouldn't have gone that way and then reset your game. So you don't have to fucking trek all the way back. And it, and it seems to me like that would be a first half of the game mechanic because after a while you're going to get enough powers and everything mm-hmm. that you probably, I can't imagine they keep stacking stuff on top of themselves like that for that long. But I mean, in your Metroids, how many, like, I'm trying to think the last big one I played was Ori, the Ori sequel that I went all the way through to the end. And I'm, 
yeah, there was only like one or two powers at the very end, but I, those were more for like the bosses than they were for progression. Well, it's like in your Metroids, you know, you have like your doors that can only be opened with missiles and then you have your, uh, uh, like the where you need like the thermal suit to get through the certain area because it's too hot and then you have your uh, like where you need like the ice beam to freeze the enemies mm-hmm. to get up like high to the areas and then where you need the speed thing and the morph ball um so usually there's like seven or eight i think like different abilities that um you're usually like some sort of like you need that specific ability to enter like this area or get like somewhere um to that but that's really cool i know i also saw some video from it before with this one level which it looked like it was just kind of like a treasure kind of like secret challenge room kind of thing and Mm -hmm. it looked the level look reminded me a lot of celeste where it was just like spikes everywhere and Mm. doing like a lot of dashes and like whatever to get through it i'm like okay like that looks pretty fucking that looks like right up my alley yeah i i only played a little bit but i was like the entire time was just this this is justin's game of the year right here i can (laughs) see it i can and from everything i'm i'm reading it apparently is really good and it's fifty dollars not the full kit and caboodle it's already like starting at a lower price um i'm i'm intrigued i'm intrigued but uh outside of that playing a little more dave the diver it's been my like go-to chip away every day a little bit more game uh shannon how's your progress there going um i'm still let me see what have i done i've um just got the language translator for the mermaid people Mm -hmm. And uh, so I'm I'm right. I think that's where I'm at. I think I'm like gold level at the restaurant. Um, I have like two servers who are trained twice and I have one extra chef. So, yeah. you know, just kind of just kind of plugging along there. But I mean, Power World, ever since it's come into my life, Dave the Diver is kind of taking the back seat. Yeah, I, I agree. I finally hit the point, though, where I can um, do the dredge DLC. Oh, okay. I'm waiting. So you have to hit the point where you can do a chicken farm. You 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 hit a point in the game where you start farming chickens and eggs. By the way, <laughs> okay. And once that happens, then on foggy nights, from that point forward, you can do the dredge DLC. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So the other thing I will tell you, quick heads up, gonna save you a ton of time and make your <laughs> life a lot easier. Uh huh. Upgrade to the tranquilizer rifle. Uh oh. Okay. F- f- open up the app. F- talk to your little waifu weird yeah. dude and yep. and figure out what you need. I believe it's cuttlefish pieces or what you need. Which I hate that gun. It's so it like it, it's so useless. Right Which now, one? anyway, the tranquilizer Which? gun. Uh yeah. Well, it only works on the little things. Yeah. Once you get the tranquilizer rifle, it works on the big things. Mm. And then I'm just sniping tiger <laughs> sharks in the dome and <laughs> and then attach it. You get a thing that lets that's like an underwater drone. Oh yeah, I got one. I got that. Yeah. yeah, and snags the tiger shark and just mm-hmm. takes it away. And now I have an aquarium or a fish farm that has a tiger shark in it. That's awesome. <laughs> um 
but yeah, no, the, the, I realized way too late that that's what I should have been doing. And the only reason I figured that out is because I got it at, in an upgrade box randomly oh. one time and was just like, oh, okay. So apparently I've been playing this completely <laughs> wrong and this would have saved me so much time. So yes, do that. It'll help you. Okay. Duly noted. Uh, you've been playing anything else, Shin? Um, no, not really. I mean, like Dave the Diver and Pal World are pretty much mm-hmm. like the only things. Like I, I, I re-downloaded uh, Tiny Tina's uh, Wonderland, or you know, Tiny Tina's Wonderland. That's coming to to PS Plus, right? Uh, I think so, but uh, it was like PS Plus expanded or whatever. Yeah, it was like dirt cheap on um on Steam. And you love that Steam Deck. Dude, that is where I play ninety percent of my games now. Like, uh, like I, I like that's all I have time for. Like, I mm. can pull anything I can play in bed. I mean, that's the other thing is like Pal World plays great on the Steam Deck. Like, it have no problems with it whatsoever. I mean, like some of the text is a little small, but they're like basically if you hit the Steam button and the X button, you basically can zoom in on stuff. So like, I was mm. like, all right, whatever. Like, I, I really don't need to read that much anyway. That that sheep over there is going to do some stupid stuff and I'm going to hit it in a minute. <laughs> so, you know, Sheep's I mean, it, do stupid shit. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, it, the, that's, that's, that's my gaming console right now. Like I feel bad cause I got this PlayStation five sitting over here. I haven't turned it on in like two months. <laughs> you should, you should try the Prince of Persia demo. It's good. I, yeah, I, I was thinking about it and like you were explaining it and you're and then Justin started talking about how there was like spikes and shit everywhere. And I was like, great. Like this is going to be one of those games where I'm going to feel good about myself for maybe like the first half of the game. And mm-hmm. then they're going to ramp up that difficulty and I'm going to nope out of it. <laughs> I'm just going to be like, nope, not for me. Like, yeah, never mind. And I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Can I just play 20? Can I just pay $25 for half of the game? Because that's pretty much how where I'm going to get through. Right. So I'm not going to do the rest of it. But yeah, nothing else. Justin, is there anything else that you're playing this week? So, uh, hey, I've been playing a lot of RoboQuest. God, fuck uh, that. Dude, I, dude this, you burst, you burst this, my bubble so hard. Like when you're like, boys, I beat this. And I was just like, God damn it. Like it's been like two days. Two days. Bitch. Yeah, I played, I played a lot of RoboQuest. All right, there was many a night's. Uh, where I did the, uh, you know, Zach Anderson, and now it's 2 a.m. <laughs> uh, a lot of uh, RoboQuest got played. Um, it's a lot of fun. I, I did, I beat it a couple times um, with, I beat it with the engineer. Engineer, best fucking class. Like, literally mm-hmm. the best class okay, out of the six. Wait, wait why? Tell because me why. Because you have the drones. You have so, the drones on attack. Yes. So I will tell you. So well, there's multiple reasons, and mm-hmm. I, I will. So engineer is the best because Shannon's right. The drones are amazing. So the two drones do a lot of work. I tried doing the uh, upgrade, like my for level up upgrade tree stuff. I did the like, oh, I get one more drone, and yeah, they're a little weaker, and yeah, they're like attacks, like they have a little less health and do a little less damage, but you get an extra one. And I tried doing that. I got up to the point where I had like four or five of them. Mm-hmm. And th- that didn't go as well as I thought it was going to. So I'm <laughs> like, not doing that. So, but, so I did instead. All right. I just got my two, but then I'm like cryo damage. Cryo damage, like the ice damage to everything is like the best 
I feel like of the elements and if you can get your weapons and your drones to like do cryo damage to like anything game changer like that shit melts health bars um and if you also get it to where you can make it specifically so that your drones like draw more attention mm-hmm. like that's the biggest thing is them taking the heat off of you and the difference too is that um uh, if you still have your both drones hitting the button to like spawn a drone will heal both of them to full mm-hmm. health every single time so it's like even if they're like real low you just hit that bad boy and it's like they're back at it again uh so that's what makes it so great and in addition to that your melee attack with the engineer is like this laser that the distance is super far and it hits for good damage um which is like you're like okay yeah that sounds right it's one of those things where playing with the engineer multiple times and then switching back to either the base commando dude where you're just doing like the punch or there's the other one. I can't remember what the fuck it is. It's the purple looking one that has like a dagger and it does like a knife like stab. That fucking sucks. Because nine <laughs> times out of ten, you do not want to be up against anything. You want to keep your distance and whatever. You do not want to be like in the fray like hitting shit. So being able to stay back and hit stuff is astronomically beneficial. Like engineer, number one. Number two is commando. The commando dude is fucking amazing like doing the reload and doing like the hot potato borderland throw a grenade every time amazing turning the bullets into little mini missiles perfect like his like (laughs) melee is like a little shotgun thing it's like yeah that's dope like all of that is good like i love look how excited he is shannon yeah i know and then like the elementalist is pretty good too because like there's certain parts where it's like the elementalist I put like in the middle because it's like their their stuff's pretty good. Like you throw the fireball, mm-hmm. it has good distance, like it changes, so you get access to all the elements, which is pretty cool. Um, but dude, the, the worst one by far though is the one the one with the knife, the purple thing I was talking about. Dude, that thing fucking sucks. Like that is like <laughs> F tier, like A, the knife thing sucks. Uh it's power is like you do this blink dash thing. Dude, that does, like, no damage. I don't see the point in that. Like, all around, like, there is nothing good about that class that I found. Just like, dude, I don't give a shit about this. Uh, Ranger, I also put in the middle. Like, Ranger is pretty good. The spear, throwing the spear. The spear does a lot of damage. Being able to pick it up again or whatever, like, quickly reload. That's, like, good. It has good distance. The only thing I don't like about the Engineer is its ability where you create the clone is all right. Because A, you can't attack while you're doing the clone thing. Like, as soon as you go to attack, it takes you out of being, like, invisible. Um, There is a power-up, like, down the line or whatever that you can get that makes it so you can attack while in that mode. But it takes a second off of the time you're allowed to, like, be invisible. But my thing is, like, why do that when Engineer literally does that with the droids and it's better? <laughs> it's just like worse Engineer. So I'm just like, all right, like it's just. You know what my least favorite class is? Worse Engineer. Yeah. That's my least favorite class. Exactly. So I'm just like, ah, oh, dude, it's not like that good. But I managed to get like multiple like good runs like back to back. Like anytime with like Cryo, where I'm like, oh, dude, we're going all the way with this. Like there's times where I can feel like, I'm like this, like the. They're like Rhino SMG, whatever, like the windmill rifle, uh, the what anything 
that shoots fast. Like that's what you want. It doesn't have to do a whole lot of damage, but anything that has like a fire rate of 10 and that you can just double up like, oh, reload speed, increase. Shooting speed, increase. Like mm. and just load that up and then slap elemental damage on it. You're going all the way with that run. <laughs> like unless you royally fuck up in a room, like you, there's no reason you should like not make what? it to the end with that. Okay. Do not underestimate my abilities to royally fuck up. <laughs> please. No. And I, Zach, I will be forefront. Like there were times where I'm like, this is like going to be a game winning run. And then you get to the stadium or like whatever, where there's like the fucking like turret, whatever stuff that just like melts your health. And yeah, I had runs go very south where I'm like, Oh dude, I got 220 health. This is great. And then I come out of room with like 75 and I'm like, yeah, we're fucked, boys. Like I, I get, I get hit twice, and I'm, I'm down. Like, I ain't coming back from that. No, I got to like the uncle, uncle, whatever. Like the one where you're in, like a there, like there's like acid coming up on the bottom of the floor, and you have to like, keep platforming and shooting. Oh, like, with the the, the worm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I, I or no, it wasn't. It was past the worm. I think it was like a, it was like a dude. There was like there's you're jumping. Oh, okay, like yeah, there's the platform. floating platforms. And yeah, 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 yeah. He's like the ball yeah. thing that's like spinning around, like you, shooting. You guys stuff. could be yeah. completely making shit up because as far as I know, nothing exists past the worm. <laughs> yeah, that's like a chapter. Yeah, that's like, because worm is chapter two. The one you're talking about, Shan's like, yeah, like chapter three. Yeah, fuck that guy. Boss. Like, yeah, like once once you clear out the city, like I was just like, this that, that whole city was another thing too because like there are moments in that in there where I'm just like, okay, I got this, boys. And then like I got to like that third worm like where like it can teleport like that explosion blast and like knocks me off of my perch and then fall I fall down into like the fray and I just get my teeth kicked in. I was like, well, so I'll tell you right now, like I have – like I've gotten all the upgrades, all the classes, all the like whatever now. And it's like a completely different game now. Like <laughs> the abilities you get, you get a jetpack later that lets you fly, which completely changed like shooting down. It shit like makes all the difference. You get a grappling hook and it becomes attack on Titan all of a sudden where I'm like <laughs> zipping around everywhere, like hitting shit. You can like zip into enemies and stuff completely like changes the game um i also you get like a superman smash which goes goes great with the jetpack we're flying in and there's a clump <laughs> of enemies and you just slam down on the ground do a bunch of damage you like upgrade that to do cryo damage or whatever too that's like very nice um so there's like i'm like i unlocked at the base camp i haven't unlocked all of them but i've unlocked the bottom row of like abilities and stuff now uh, nice so as you can tell, uh, number one in 2024 game of the year, Justin selects uh, RoboQuest. <laughs> no, yeah, it's it's pretty that, great. That's that's going to be Justin's 2020 2023 game of 2024. Yeah, right, right, hundred <laughs> percent with a bullet. <laughs> it already is. I don't yeah. unless well, hold on. Power World came out this year, so never mind. I was going to say I could see Power World doing a number on Justin, but that might be just the standard. Yeah, mm. that's just gonna be top ten. Uh, I I have speaking of top, I have been playing another game that also came out around the same time as Power World. It's also on Game Pass, and it's Turnip Boy robs a bank. <laughs> uh, so oh. 
I from the from the highly anticipated uh, original tur- Turnip Boy commits tax fraud. <laughs> yes, uh, I did play the first. This is the second game. The first game is Turnip Boy commits tax evasion, and that one is like almost like their version of like Link's Awakening. Like you have the sword, you're running around like the little village and doing little quests, and it's very much like a you get this item and you give it to this person, you get this item. And you fight like very Zelda esque bosses. Uh, this one is very much like Enter the Gungeon, where but you're robbing banks, and you there's like Don Pickle or whatever his name is, like this pickle that wants you to like rob these banks. Uh, but you're robbing this; it's the same bank that you're robbing, but you have to get deeper into the bank, and there's like certain items you need to get to kind of progress further in the bank, and you essentially have like. I think it's like three minutes to go through the bank. And then like once the time's up, a bunch of police start coming and you have to run back to the truck to escape. If you get caught or busted or die, uh, you still get away with like, I think it's like maybe half, like half your money or like a third of your money. But if you get back to the truck before all of that happens, you get all the money. And it's just the humor is fucking hilarious in it like that's what i loved about the first turnip boy and this one does not disappoint like the cops and so they're you know turnip boys a turnip and there's like pickles and apples and whatever like they're all fruits and vegetables and whatever so the cops in the bank uh are bacon donuts (laughs) and what like your typical whatever and like the weapons in the game are also weird like there's a cactus like shotgun that shoots like spikes everywhere and there's like a long cactus that's like a rifle that like shoots the spikes uh instead of a sword there's a fish you can beat people with <laughs> uh there's like a giant crown that you get that you have to like draw all over like the portraits in the bank and stuff you have to graffiti them um and you get little outfits and stuff too i don't know how i unlocked i unlocked like i don't know if you, i just got these or how i acquired them but one of the hats that i unlocked is literally the uh Doug Dimodome hat from Fairly Odd Parents, where it's the white cowboy hat that is going off the screen. <laughs> it's like so tall that like you never see the top of it ever, <laughs> and it's hilarious every single time. Um, but and you like some of the items you have to order off of like the dark web, like their <laughs> version of the dark web and stuff. And then there's like stimulants and stuff that you have to eat and buy. It's like oh to upgrade. Now you start with more health. I just bought the upgrade that adds an extra minute to the timer uh, when doing the bank, which is like amazing. That makes all the difference to get the cops off of you. Uh, but it's super cute. It's a lot of fun. Um, and most most of like the last turn up boy game wasn't super long either. It was like, I think maybe in the realm of like, I don't know, like six to eight hours, something like that. Usually they're like smaller games, which... You know, in in the world of like, you know, 50, 60 hour sea of stars and whatever, you know, a nice six to eight hour experience is something that, you know, goes a long way in my book in this day and age where a bunch of stuff's coming out and I don't have time to play at all. So something I can like bang out and just be done with it, fully recommend. And it's on Game Pass. So, you know, if you have Game Pass, you know, download it, check it out. Well, I probably won't, but I'm glad you're enjoying <laughs> it. Um, but yes, no, more, more turnip boy adventures. Good for this world. 
see, this is the type of thing where if it wasn't such a pain in the ass to get Game Pass running on the Steam Deck, I probably would play it on the Steam Deck. It seems like a good Steam Deck game. But am I going to put it on my console and sit down on my couch? And play? I got Power World to play. Dog. I got Power like, World. I don't know. Which is unfortunate. I wish, man, Phil, call 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 Steam. Make a deal. Get Game Pass on Steam. <laughs> Come on. Money needs to slide hands. Let's let's do this. Let's, let's make things happen. Um. All right. Uh, do we have any spoilers? Do we have Do we have sirens? It's been a while. I mean, I watched uh, Echo. I did watch Echo as well. What did you think? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think there were four amazing episodes. And then a fifth episode where I realized as a viewer, they probably cut (laughs) four amazing episodes and they're like, and here's an ending. And I'm like, wait, what? That none of this makes sense. I don't. Oh, this big uh, thing with all your ancestors at the end was probably supposed to be really impactful. Instead, it comes across really fucking stupid. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I know. That's unfortunate. Uh, Whew. Yeah, I that show actually really bummed me out because I was way into it. I thought it was I thought they did a really good job with the character. Mm-hmm. I thought they did a really fantastic job uh, uh, establishing like her place in that like low level MCU. Um, it's incredibly well acted. The cast in that show is ridiculous. Like for, for what that show is, it has like top tier casting and it's like, wow. Okay, great. And they, and these people are acting their asses off also, Mm -hmm. like no one's mailing it in, like they're all into it. And, and at some point, I guess Disney didn't believe in the show or something because it just that the, well, the last two episodes really just feel hacked to shit. Mm -hmm. Like, there are huge chunks missing from that show and plot beats and development. Like, Hey, remember her friend that she was super like trying to avoid and like they barely talked and then you never hear from her again until she gets random powers at the, like what the fuck happened? Like, yeah, wait, they have like mystical powers out of no, like what? Yeah. I kind of felt, I kind of felt like that whole uh, relationship between her and her cousin was pretty, uh, was was just kind of left out there, not really explored, which is kind of a bummer because that's, you know, that was a, that was a big, it seemed like it was going to be a bigger plot point than it was. Because it it, was. Yeah. It it, was. Yeah. She was really underutilized. Like, you know, they, they really focus on her a lot for her to have maybe five minutes worth of, a screen time later on in that in that in that season um vincent d'onofrio uh he's great he's kingpin yeah um i like uh kingpin in here um you know he's he's doing his uh you know duck on a pond kind of thing where he's very unhinged underneath but he's putting on that good show i thought that her powers uh like from what i was reading her comic book powers are different mm-hmm. than what they did in the show right her comic book powers are very much like a taskmaster skill set like she can copy people's moves perfectly essentially yeah which would have been so much better like instead like this one it gives her the like i couldn't even tell what her power was other than the fact that it looks like it makes it 
re- reveal somebody's like past like helping it uh, seemed like she was a therapist a, a, like a super powered therapist well she was using her mom's version of the power which apparently is healing mm. so i think that's what she was trying to do was like heal him mm. right but the power set seems to be whatever the fuck you want it to be at that time mm. hey okay. Do you need your cousin and grandma to get some abilities to break some chain? Great, they can do that. Um, do super I? Strength? Yeah, let's do, do I, that. Yeah, do I need to be super strong to get my crushed leg out of a, a train car? Yep, you sure can do that. Do I need to psychoanalyze the kingpin? Sure, let's like, hey, put your hands in like a hashtag dog. We got you. Don't don't even don't even trip. <laughs> Oh man, it was just so. F- Why? Just yeah. It would have been better without it. It would have if there were no powers at all, and it was just a spiritual. All your ancestors are coming to you. The answers were with you the entire time. You just needed to be able to assess the situation with the right vision. Would have been way better than hey, this glows orange now, y'all. Like, what, what are we, come on, guys. Like, damn you it. know, it, it, it reeks of like that Marvel curse where like uh, they had like an eight episode, eight to nine episode mm-hmm. arc. And Marvel was like, oh, uh, we're not we're not doing too well right now, guys. Yeah. Um, maybe you just need to trim, trim, trim the fat. And they're like, well, there's no fat. This is a, this is lean. Like, mm. we got this. We got we fat. We cracked the code, man. We got it. Just give give it to us. And they're like, no, 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 no. Just cut four episodes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, there's an entire episode with the cousin that's missing. That's obvious. Uh-huh. I mean, that's obvious that, that there's an entire thing there that's missing. There's an entire episode that explores the grandmother and mother dynamic because mm-hmm. there's a whole relationship there that they hint at and mention casually like two or three different times that never gets expanded on at all. That seemed to be a little important in the last episode. <laughs> and, you know, so there's two episodes right there. You're up to seven there's another one that just kind of explores Maya more as a character that's also needed. Mm-hmm. And, and can we talk about, okay, this seems petty. Can we fire the costume designer? Not, <laughs> not her final costume, not the final, co- whatever. That one was fine. What the fuck is she wearing in like 90% of this show? <laughs> the red one, the red thing, the red, like, red leotard, white, thing? like, leotard yeah. thing? like <laughs> what is that? Like there are multiple times where my wife and I are looking at each other. Like, why is she wearing? That? No one dresses like that. Like, I don't like, are they trying to put her in like a superhero outfit? Because it just looks really dumb. Like you're the only person dressing like this. It's not like everyone in this town wears these things. Um, what did yeah. you think? What did you think of the uh, the fight with Daredevil? I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, if, if anything, they needed more of those. Mm-hmm. But again, who knows? There probably were more of them, but they all got cut. Um, I thought the 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 roller rink uh, battle was pretty good too. Mm-hmm. Like all that was pretty fun. Um, but yeah, like it just bummed me out. Like they needed more 
they need more trust in the show because what they had was really good. And then you just saw where it was like, oh, we're hacking this, we're hacking this, we're hacking. And it made it bad by the end. Mm. I also have a problem with like, I'm supposed to like Maya now. Like she, she murdered a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like, but because she found out she has ancestors, she's supposed to be good now. Like, <laughs> like she murdered a lot of people, guys. Like, and felt really good about it. They showed her smiling, feeling happy. Job well done. Good job, kid. Uh, just, just, I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't really like her. Uh, I didn't, I, I mean, she was kind of like the blue eyed samurai, right? Like, I mean, right. like the whole time she was just like, even with her family, like, you know, when she was talking to her grandma, um, yeah. you know, there, there was no resolution there. Like, I mean, they, they, they tried to piece one together without giving you that episode that they cut. Exactly. exactly. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it falls flat because you don't see any of the interaction with him. They have this like talk and she basically storms out saying you left me, you had a choice and you failed. And like, basically it's left for the grandma to then turn around and be like, I mean, there was no resolution. Yeah. It was basically like he got she got kidnapped by Kingpin and it was like, well, you know, we're going to kill her. Like, why did Echo even want to save her? You know, like, I mean, it's just I don't know. Yeah. There, there's some loopholes at the end. Like the first the first couple episodes are great. The last couple episodes. Bleh. Well, that's and that's the thing. It's like that's the beginning part of that series is what made me watch the whole thing because it was really good. Mm-hmm. And it just the end of it left me very bummed because who knows if I'll ever see echo again after this. I mean, it looks like they're setting up to do the, the Marvel comics run where Kingpin becomes mayor mm-hmm. of New York and makes life living hell for daredevil and super or Superman, Spider-Man. Um, so maybe they're moving that way. Maybe we'll see echo then, but who knows? It's a bummer. I like the character, but the, uh, execution at the end of that show just was a left me wanting i guess justin do you see anything dude that's what's up so i'll tell you right now i watched the first i think 20 minutes of the Mm. first episode so hearing what you guys are talking about compared to what i saw i'm like dude is this even the same show like you're talking about (laughs) powers and like i will admit i don't think anybody going into echo that first like two minutes of Echo, I was like, what the fuck is this? Like with the yeah. aliens and the whatever. I'm like, I thought this was a street level fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. Are we really doing some like Eternals like shit right now? Like on the, what is happening? Um, yeah, I got to the part I think about where this, she was like in the hospital and then she's like, is mom okay? And dad's like, well, sport. <laughs> I don't I don't know what to tell you. And then just like, all right, I'm not going to tell you that your mom's yeah. dead, but uh, we're, you know, we got to move. Um, He's like, look, so, I don't want to lie to you. And then just gets out and gets up and leaves. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, so mom. And he's like, I'm not lying to you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it and it was all right. I just didn't get to uh, go back and like watch it. I did find it strange. My friend Troy that watched it did say he's like, 
I'll tell you right now, he's like, I watched the first episode and skimmed through the rest. He's like, Daredevil is only in the first episode and we never see him again. Yeah. Which I thought, you know, typical marketing like thing where it's like, oh yeah, we're showing it's like the motherfuckers in it for like five minutes and you never see him again. Yeah. Well, I mean, if anything, between uh Disney decrees and writer strikes, we are not getting a lot any M- MCU stuff real happening this year. So, uh, like I said, maybe a good time to reset. Good time to just set it down, take a walk outside, get some fresh air, <laughs> stretch your legs. How can we miss you if you don't go away? Exactly. Right. All right. So, Justin, you got anything? Uh, the only thing. So, I actually I went and saw Lord of the Rings: The Two Towers. <laughs> uh, this weekend in theaters um and it was the extended edition so that was four hours uh, there was no intermission it actually went by a lot faster than i thought it would be but you know the movie was at seven and we ended up leaving the theater at about eleven thirty. <laughs> uh now, now, now did it seem longer because you've seen it like 200 times um <laughs> <laughs> uh, it it didn't like it didn't seem like long it was just like hard because you know like i i had my i had my icy i made sure we packed a couple <laughs> red bulls in the purse because i was like bro i'm gonna need one to stay awake through this uh girl scout cookies are back i don't know yep, if you guys yep. know so the thin mints and the tagalongs were also in the purse so i like i ate like hot fucking garbage for like four Hell hours yeah. straight yeah didn't feel so hot the next day but man dude, I, was, <laughs> I was pretty wired after i was like yeah dude i'm still awake like ready to go home um but no it was good i did luck out though uh turns out that friday they were showing fellowship of the ring saturday was two towers and sunday was return of the king Mm. But by the time Megan went to get tickets, the tickets for both Fellowship and Return of the King, all the good seats were taken. Uh, so we did not see those. We only saw two towers. But we saw Fellowship last year, the extended edition, in theaters. So I was like, you know what? Maybe next year we'll see Return of the King in theaters. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> not, nah, I'm good. Good. <laughs> um. Tell me you don't have kids without telling me you don't have kids. Uh, I did enjoy Re- Return of the King was probably my favorite in theater experience, though, from when they originally came out. I think I, I think I was the one I had the most fun with in the theater. Were you with us, Shannon, when we saw Two Towers at the Winchester theaters? Mm, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I may have drunkenly told someone that was short and <laughs> yeah, uh, and my ex. Uh, yeah, that wasn't one of my uh, that wasn't one of my shining moments. Your boy didn't said some things he wasn't so proud of these days, uh, Justin. As a younger man, let me tell you. <laughs> Yeah, the, the before the uh, the age of uh, cell phones. Yeah, yeah, and uh, the age of common sense also. Uh, <laughs> but yes, uh, that was 
that, those were good good theater experiences. Pretty much all of them. I wasn't the big Two Towers guy, though. That's probably my least favorite of the three. Oh, really? I was like, yeah. Two Towers is Megan's favorite. I mean, you get Helm's Deep, which is good. Don't get me wrong. I love me a Helm's Deep uh, uh, siege. That's that's fun. They just spent a lot of time with Saruman being like, you know, and like it just <laughs> kind of does that a lot. Well, there's a lot of that, and I think it's like the 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 imps or whatever the tree thing yeah. like that that part i'm like it takes them forever to do anything like at the end and i'm just like every time we go back i'm like oh we're still doing yep. this with still, the... still here still <laughs> yeah. here all right i'm like all right guys and like all the worm tongue shit like just go like it just like it's all the stuff that you know isn't staying that way so we don't need to spend this long dissecting it you know what i mean it's like can we just skip to the part where this gets resolved a little bit? Just just a little faster. Yeah. Especially having seen it and knowing like, Oh, Helm's deep's coming. Wait, Helm's deep's not for another hour and 20 minutes. Jesus Christ. Can we just get to Helm's deep? Like, come on guys. <laughs> um, where I feel like with return of the King, you know, you kind of are in it right from the jump. You know, you basically, once you hit, uh, where they, they break the fellowship, right? Once you hit that part where it's like, okay, now we got the, the siege happening. You've got your dogs looking for the dead people. And then you've got, uh, you know, the, the big spider attack and all that happening. Like once you have all three of those going and the siege has started, like it's an hour and a half of just like locked the fuck in. Like, yes, like we are doing this. Let's <laughs> go. And, and, and then you get like 20 endings that just suck. Uh, but you know, like, I do love the part uh, where someone posted up where does, uh, what's the elf that it's, uh, legless? yeah. Legolas is like, does, uh, does Frodo know what Legolas or does Frodo know Legolas or whatever it is? Cause it's like when he's in the bed and everyone comes in and then it shows Legolas and he's just like, they're all just like, Hey, what's up, dude? Yeah. You know, like, and like everyone else, he's like, yeah, what's up? Yeah, boy. And then like, he walks in the room and he's like, and you, all right, cool. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you know, I remember you from the first movie for like six yeah, minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, well, I think we've lost Shannon. Yep, Shannon was done. I think he, he was done talking to us. But hey, Justin, why don't you go in and take us in for a landing? You know what, guys? Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the That Pigs Life podcast. You know, hey, thank you for sticking around longer than Shannon if you made it to this point. And you know, while you're at it, head on over to the Discord. Listen, are you playing Pal World? What are you, some of your favorite Pal Mons? um and you know while you're at it go on over to spotify give your boys a review let us know how we're doing and zach if robbie was here what do you think robbie would say robbie would say hey guys go be great and zach i don't know what you're talking about i've watched two towers 437 times and it's the best in the series i tell you what (laughs) He probably would say that, actually. (laughs) (laughs) 